What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of A Little on the Nose. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do consider giving us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you are using. If not, enjoy this one. Peace. What's good, everyone? We're back with another one. Yo, what's up, man? How you living? Happy to make it through the lines. Just to do this podcast. Shit is crazy, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. It's it's, it's a I know we starting off strong. Uh, it's a damn shame though that we have to do this every fucking what six months or so, and pretty much tell the world that you know black ma- black black men black lives matter. Uh, I far sorry I fucking stuttered that shit, but it's the truth, <laughs> man. I, I think I'm just too angry about, about it. About to get canceled too. I know, I know, man. I'm about to be black man fumbles his words. Yo, it's just it's so I'm so mad that I have to do this every fucking time, dog. It just makes no sense, man. At least now, like you're being heard. Yeah. Right? At least now, it's not going to be like all the other times it happened. <clears throat> protests, riots occurred, but the cops were always released now they're they're getting convicted all of them yeah but all, the, that guy the cop that pushed down that 75 year old dude yeah those guys went away for a third degree assault yeah jimmy baloney felony yeah um the minneapolis cops that started this whole thing they're getting investigated for second degree murder i think yeah the ones that the ones that allowed the man uh to kneel to do it they're doing like aiding yeah, uh, they're accomplices, so they're fucked. Which so this is all good stuff that's happening. I'm glad it's a very righteous time for humanity. It's righteous, but it's the sad. The saddest thing is that it just keeps coming back every time. I mean, I don't think it will after this. I think this is the tipping point. I mean, that's what the fuck we said when Rodney King had this problem too in '92 or '91, and then you know we're back to we're back at it again. We have all these kids, all these good people who could have lived a good life or could have at least changed their lives or whatever who have been taken away from their families their friends you know everyone who knew them the sad part is i don't think racism itself will ever die i think people are going to be more conscious of how they act around colored people so then then you're just you know then you're just walking on eggshells is that saving anything yeah it's putting a band-aid over no it's not i don't like innately as as humans you're not your your brain is trained to recognize differences yeah but it's how you survive and it's sad but back in the day you know you needed that if there was someone outside of your tribe that didn't look like you didn't act like you didn't sound like you your guards went up and you were more protective of your family and your tribe. But nowadays, we don't really need those mechanisms as much anymore. Yeah, but that's the thing, bro. We are in this mixing pot. And honestly, it's not a mixing pot. It is straight up super stew or some shit like that where you could tell the difference of each thing. They're just put together in a, a fucking blend. You know what I mean? You know, we've been like, I remember when we were kids in the 90s and that was the whole thing. Like, we're a good group of different things and we came together as one different flavor. And that's bullshit, man. The unfortunate thing is, you know, there's we're lucky. Some people have the opportunity to make friends in different races. And then other people have tried their best to, you know, not alienate themselves from other races, but just stay what they're comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean but even then i don't think those people that are staying what they're comfortable with are racist that's just all they know the that, racists are the people that actively do that they actively no, no, no. seek out people that are 
white if they're white or they actively just seek out people that are brown because they're brown wait i don't think there's many brown racists but there's brown racists. there are i don't think what there's are you many fucking talking about nah, dude there's, there's way more white racists amount. than brown racists well no no That's no not even an argument no there's a brown there's brown racism there's classism. yeah there's all that shit in the brown community i mean I, i'm not brown so i can't really you know elaborate on what goes on in that situation but i have felt some of the backlash for you you've have have you had people be racist towards you that are brown hell yeah near at the same rate as people that are, are white yeah really yeah especially not not your younger brown kids your younger brown kids honestly have been you know they're more embracing they're trying to you know they're 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 trying to be all incumbent it's the older generation who are also holding their purses who stay away and everything else it's Mm. which i or have some you know, surprised when I tell them that, you know, my profession is higher education and all this other that shit. That should be my son, not you. Yeah, yeah, some <laughs> shit, man. It's, but, I mean, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to them either. My whole thing is, I just feel like it's great that we've been having these protests for as long as we have. And I don't give a fuck that we've been shutting down the city. And, you know. Here's my thing about that. I think it's an issue that they are the riots are occurring so randomly and sporadically what did target do to fuel racism what did the apple store do to fuel racism not a goddamn thing man so hold on hold on this is i understand why it's happening trevor noah put it very eloquently when he said that when you're in society you have a contract between the people in society like us and the people that run society like government officials and when government officials violate that contract by abusing members of society then you get rioting you get looting because they violated their terms now we're violating theirs but what would be more effective if the rioting was more targeted pick like and i don't this is this is gonna sound very calculated but like looting a target fucking up an apple store isn't going to help your purpose what about doing it to someone that is actually harmful to people of your kind what about targeting people that are in the kkk targeting people that are racists that's more that's gonna put that's that's more impactful to them right now you're affecting everyone's society which i get you're trying to get your voice heard and it's working but what if you also stop doing that and just make it a little more targeted all right, so I, I and I'm more of like a pound, no, 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 like no, eye no. for an eye type of guy. That's just how I am. No, I get that. I'm, I let you say it, but the thing that you're missing, and I think everybody is missing about these riots and everything, the riots and the protests are not one and the same. They're not even ran by the same people. What's going on is you'll see people who are protesting because they're protesting about black lives, about you know getting their justice and everything else in that one area. You'll have a thousand cops in that one area and then what you'll see also is other people who are seeing the opportunity to steal from apple to steal from target to steal from whatever company or business that is associated you know like um what is it if you know the policing is gone in one area then you get the uh, the ability to do whatever the fuck you want to do in the other area and that's what you're seeing you're seeing people riot in target and it's not it's not just black people or, or black lives matters people these are just folks that live in that area that have been wanting to steal yeah from that place. but it's also not like devoid of any person associated with black lives matter 
no right there there are some that are doing it no yeah but that's the thing like you're getting like no matter what organization you're in there's going to be some people who do stupid shit in it and what's going on is you're seeing the people who were like oh shit all the cops are on um you know 12 i'm gonna go to 34th and i'm gonna steal from target or yeah. I'm going to hit up this uh, Apple store. That's what's going on. Yeah. You know? I get people taking advantage of the situation. There's, I mean, it's sad that it happens. There's no way to avoid that. Yeah, no. And, and that's the thing. And then people, and then the, the media kind of makes it so that the narrative is, oh, Black Lives Matter is starting riots and breaking down Target and everything else. And even the Target CEO was like, I don't give a fuck. We have all this shit insured. Like, you know, we'll we'll start business up as soon as this is all done. It doesn't even bother us enough to, you know, say that we're losing millions, you know? Let them... They've been losing lives, you know? And that's... I think that's the thing that we But, like, on. yeah, I get it, but... I see. I'm this. I have. I have this eye for eye mentality. Yeah, but fuck that the shit. Cops then, took the co- then, if then the cops eye for eye, friends, eye for eye should be. Like, then we should be killing other people. But then that's fucking horrible too. You don't want to kill people because you've proven that other people have been killed, and that's not right. You know what I'm saying? Like the answer is not shooting up a cop car because you are taking it's not. No, exactly. So then the eye for eye bullshit doesn't work in this situation. Not anymore. It used to work. Now we have laws and stuff, which, like, your primitive self wants to do that. If someone punches you, you want to punch him back. Yeah, no, you could punch somebody if they no, punch no, you back. No, if a cop punches you, you can't punch him back. That's cause true. Because then you know, you're going to jail because yeah, then he's considered exactly, an authority figure. Exactly. So that's the fucked up part. Is you can't act out on your on your impulses. What you're seeing in the protest, and what you're seeing in like the 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 protest is showing that like even after we said you know Tamir Rice shouldn't have died, George Floyd shouldn't have died, you know, uh, you know, um, Philando Castile, yeah, Philando Castile, Trayvon Martin, all these kids, they shouldn't have died, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're still fucking dying every fucking year. It's because of this. I'm really glad that all these videos are coming up on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram where you could see this shit happening. Before, all you would see is the Trayvon. You would see like the big videos, the ones in the news, but now you're seeing all these other videos of other people getting just fucked up by the police for no reason. I saw this one video, this guy on in Venice Beach, he was just waiting for his friend. His friend pulled up in a car. They dapped each other up. As soon as they dapped each other up, these cops showed up thinking that they were doing some sort of drug deal. Arrested this dude. The guy was like, you see the text on my phone. I'm just meeting up with my friends. Got more and more aggressive. These cops started um, basically wrestling him. And the, the video cut off, right? But he didn't die or anything. But you're seeing the violent side of these cops. Not every one of these encounters ends up in a death, but they end up in violence, unnecessary violence. And that's that's the good thing is like you're seeing all these cases that you previously never saw. You only saw the ones where the black person died. Yeah, no. I, I mean, the thing is, and I, I was listening to somebody else's podcast, my bad. I was listening to him and I was like, damn, yeah, that's right, man. When I was growing up, my mom always, you know, told me, like, look, man, as a young black man in this world, you're going to have to deal with a lot of shit that no one else is going to have to deal with. The racism, police brutality. Um, like, she didn't, even, she didn't even let me have a toy gun my entire life. 
I was not allowed to have a toy gun. And the dude on the podcast was like, yeah, man, my mom wouldn't let me have a toy gun. And his white friend was like, what the fuck? Like, not you, how did you play cops and robbers or uh, cowboys and Indians and all that other shit? And he was like, you pretended. Because if you had a toy gun, then somebody could think that it's a real gun and you could get killed. And that's some shit that, like, constantly was, I guess, like, every black mom sat down and was just like, no, no toy guns for the it's kids. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You're, you could have, like, 20 different neon bright colors on your gun, but if you walk around the wrong cop with that, he could use that as a reason to take you down. Exactly. Or... Uh, all... It, go ahead. Well, like, like yesterday, I was, uh, I was driving to uh, drop off some of my stuff, and me and my boy were talking in the car, my friend's white. And we're talking about all this shit that's going on. And he's like, yeah, man, when I get pulled over by the police, I either get like a citation or I, I get a, you know, you, you're good to go. Or And every once in a while, I get worried that like maybe we'll get into an argument or something. And I'm like, dude, that is not even close to my thought process when I get pulled over. It's, e- it's either, oh, yeah, you got off with a ticket and an argument and that's fine. Or you're going to be fucking killed. Am I going to die today because this cop was upset because he's racist? because i'm larger than him and he's nervous you know that's some shit that because he didn't make the varsity team in 11th grade yeah some shit like that like those things always come in my head when when i get pulled over i don't even get to think oh maybe i'll just drive away from this free i'm literally thinking like this may be my last day who could i call should i turn on my phone or you know it's just like the it's it's a it's like a chicken and the egg thing. All this abuse and violence that police do on a day to day basis is born out of the egg, the person that they are, the person that they become because of their past. I think a lot of these cops just weren't didn't really have much going for them. They had the police force. They entered it with you know little to no knowledge of what's what it entails, the sort of responsibility you get when you become a police officer. And then they get this power and it goes right to their head. And now they're on top of the world. All of a sudden, they were they just go, went from the bottom to the top because of the badge that they're carrying, because of the gun that they have. Yeah, they were the kids that, I mean, I don't know. Some of them probably knew some shit, but they were... Not all cops, right? There's, yeah, not all cops not are all bad. Cops, but I think, I know a lot of cops that just in high school were... degenerates they were they weren't they didn't have a future they were just constantly getting in trouble and they were and they weren't even good enough to get into the military they they yeah they for whatever reason they they didn't get into the military and then when i came back to visit from college or even just for you know from work i come back home and i see some of these guys are cops now yeah man and so I, i mean i think we all see that in some of our people and then, like they get, they get out, they get some power, and they're not living like Spider Man. They're, you know, they're out there like the villain, and it's, mm-hmm. and that's the problem, man. Like they're, it's unchecked power. There needs to be checks and balances. Hell yeah! Plus, they're not getting trained enough, man. You know, the United States Police Station, I mean, policing only has to be trained for twenty one weeks, where there's other people who have to be trained three years, four years, how to carry a weapon, how to be smart, what's actually a situation when you should draw your weapon. Other places, like, there's, a, like, a lock, or not a lock, but a mechanism on their their uh, 
their gun holster that makes it so that it's harder for you to just pull it out. We don't have that, man. Instead, we're militarizing our police officers. Yeah. They're walking around with AK-47s and shit. You know, just ready to go in town on people. Yeah. I mean, look, they're they're armed to the teeth and, and because they're anticipating people being armed to the teeth too that's that's another issue too well i mean that, yeah yeah i mean shh. but so we i mean there's no way that's going away so they gotta assume that some of these people have weapons to fuck them up then so they need to have better training they need better training you can't get rid of the police guns you can't get rid of their weapons no i'm not saying to get you rid of them. Train I'm, them i'm saying yeah. not keep them back at yeah, the handgun and shit you know what i'm saying make it so they they need to think before they shoot way why, more than they are. Why are you pulling out a gun on a, a, a normal traffic yeah. stop? Dude, some of these videos are outrageous. Just like you're watching it. You're hearing the dialogue. It's peaceful. The guy's like, why am I being arrested? The girl's like, why am I being arrested? What's going on? And then you just see the cop wail on the person. Wail. Yeah, rather than having any kind of conversation, any understanding, any any reasoning to their but, And then the fucked up part is you see the other cop, the partner there, just watching this rogue individual fuck this person up. So it's like, do you not have a conscience? Do you not see right from wrong? Are you that blind to the truth because you're in the police force that you don't see that he's completely abusing his power? Yeah, and I've heard, I've heard some people be like, "Well, they're in a hierarchy," or you know, there, there's a moment where like you just don't know what to say, and you're in awe or in shock. You can't be that though, as yeah. a police officer. You need to be trained to deal with that. That's the re- that's why you're given that much power. Yeah, exactly. There shouldn't be this situation, man. And I'm hoping, no. I'm honestly hoping that it changes. But, you know, I was talking to your your uh, your dude downstairs, your lobby guy, whatever his name is. I mean, I know his name, but I'm saying whatever his title is. And he, you could see the sadness in his eyes that it happened yet again. You know, when I was just like, yo, are you good? How are you feeling about this? Like, because he, we got to go through, he had to, he got to drive through the protest every day and i know his soul probably tells him i should be out there with my boys i should be out there with my sister i should be out there with my family you know protesting also but i gotta make sure i get the door open for all these these guys that live in this amazing household you know or and you could tell he wanted to but he's still at his post he still got to make money because his son has to live you know and that's the hardest thing you know um I was proud of my hospital because they did the whole white coats for black lives, you know, and we kneeled for the whole. But, yo, these demonstrations, I don't like them as as good as they might make you feel because you're part of them. They're just virtue signaling like these hospitals. If they really cared, do something material. Don't just don't don't like, OK, we're going to we're going to kneel. We're going to send a signal. We're going to let everyone know we care. Okay, cool. But what is that actually doing to further the the movement to help out? No, that's a good point. I was going to say right, that you cut something. me off, so I didn't get to say the last part. But <laughs> that is a good point. I mean, no, it's just something I always whenever I, I always saw think the that Insta- shit. the black squares on Instagram, I was like, all right, cool. yeah. Are you going to drop some money? Not not even money. Like what? Okay. Are you gonna are you know? changing your attitude? Like 
Well, that's what I want to well, see. Well, you hope that they are. You hope are some of I, I'm talking like these are friends. They're people I know. No, I know. Right? I, I'm. You hope that they're not just blowing smoke. You know, hope that they're not just doing it because everybody else is doing it, and they don't want to be. Yeah, the I just, people. I don't like. Fa- I thing. don't like fake people, phonies. I don't like people. No, no, no. I think really the same thing. Me. I think the same thing. There was people out there that were, you know, like I was like, oh, okay, you kneel oh, today. I'm, I'm part of something. Yeah, I'm you excited. kneel today, but yesterday you was talking mad shit. Yeah, like you know, yeah. I, I agree with you, man. There's times like that you know but i i like what the hospital should do is just be more diverse our hospital is diverse as shit when it comes to our nursing there should be more there's that i'm sure you know this too i I probably came up in your ethics or whatever class you have regarding that that minority doctors treating their own patients of their own skin color make more accurate diagnoses than if that patient were to have a doctor of a different skin color. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. It's a subconscious thing because, I don't know, I, I forget the exact details, but the subconscious thing is that they're more likely to seek higher levels of care and recommend no, you, higher levels of care. You, if you already, you already said it before. You said it, you know, people are looking out for their own. They're seeing their own and they're, you know. But it, it's not even that black and white. It's like a subconscious No, no thing. it is. That's the thing. I'm not saying that they're doing it on purpose. I'm saying it is yeah. subconsciously. They're looking at that person and then probably in the back of their mind, they're going, that could be me on that bed. How would I want the people to treat me? Are they seeing what I would see? You know, my grandma had this problem. Right. There's more commonality there. Yeah. So. I mean, so that's the thing is like, Real change needs to happen in society, not on Instagram, not on social media, not by not by kneeling, like actual results. The thing I see is that it won't be the cake. Our, like I'm no, no, sorry, no, no, no. They all these racist organizations that have been hiding under the. They the haven't been hiding though, bro. They haven't been hiding. No, they've, they've been, been under the there. guise of like Republicans supporting them, like Donald Trump and the KKK. That shouldn't make sense. Mark Wahlberg, who has a history of hate crimes, yelling the N-word at black people, hating minorities, that shit can't be, it's not something that should be accepted in society. Like, you should not be getting jobs. Drew Brees saying stupid shit on the internet. He should be fired. He's not going to be fired. His linemen should should stop playing for him. I thought about that. I honestly thought they about should that. let him just get decked, demolished, get him just wrecked at least once a game. Just just, just wrecked. Just see the CTE immediately. Just see the linemen just let it go. Yeah, just drop their arms, be like yo, and like actually push, push the other linemen towards the trophies. Yeah, like no, no. that. This sort of racism in minute amounts just shouldn't be tolerated, and the fact that it has perpetuated this degree is that it's reached a tipping point, and I don't think it's going to be admissible from this point on you know what i honestly don't think it's reached a new degree i don't think it reached a new height if anything i think i think it hit a height back in the day where it was just blatantly out there crazy people just yelling at you you getting people lynched every day everyone was accepting that shit and i and and i remember we were in class together six seven years ago and i was talking about how i lived in the south and how this white woman was like, oh, do you know the good black person that lives down the, at the grocery store who's a really, you know, he's a really nice black guy. You should know him because yeah, you're that, a- that sort of shit like. But I remember I said that shit and this girl from the South was like, the South ain't like that. We're not racist. We haven't been like that for years. And I'm like, 
you just got over racism or the civil rights movement 50 years ago. Some of the people who were, you know, cussing at folks and throwing spit, I mean, spitting down people and, and turning on the hoses on people and bombing churches are just 75. You know what I mean? They're not dead. They're still here, and they yeah, taught no. their and they taught their kids the same way. You, I mean, you think you hear of things that are old, but it's not that long ago. Like Chris Rock, I was listening to an interview he did about racism, and his mom was telling him a story about how she had to go get her dental work done from a vet because black people weren't allowed to see dentists at the time. Yeah, no, and this was like fifty years ago. It sounds like this is some this is some bullshit you do encounter like two hundred years ago. No, this was in like the nineteen fifties. No, so that 1970s. doesn't that doesn't mean it's new. That means it's old and it's been going on forever. The new part, the new part is us trying to blend each other together and trying to be a part of a team or the same. You know, looking at everybody as a human being. And the people, the sad part is there's so many people who are still fighting against that shit. Or like you said, subconsciously still see each other as different people, you know? What I'm saying is that it sounds like these things might have happened a century ago, but they're still occurring. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, man. We haven't changed at all. And that's the saddest part. You know, and hopefully we do. I mean, I mean change takes a long time. Yeah, no, about I, how long it takes you to just, like pick up a new habit. No, you're right. You know? I, I was going to say I don't think this is going to end for our generation. I think it may it may lighten up for the generation after us. I think it will. No, I think it will lighten up for the generation after us. Yeah, I think once we have more more and more people who are willing to march together, willing to talk to each other, willing to have these conversations and air them and everything else, then we'll have, you know, a better understanding of everyone as a whole. And that's when we'll start looking at each other as like a family, as a team. You know what I mean? Rather than just when sports, our sports teams are winning together. That's I see in I yeah. see twenty years from now our kids are gonna be like racism, you know? I think a lot of it has to do a lot of this racism also has to do with just not being educated about other cultures. When I think back to my social studies days in elementary school, a lot of it was based on white history. A lot of it was based on European wars. I did most of my elementary schooling in Texas. Like, damn near all of my social studies was based on Texas history. I didn't learn shit about India, Africa, China, any of those other con uh, continents. Yeah, world history is a one-semester class. That, and that's sad. I took world history in ninth grade. That was my first history class where I was act like a lot. More of the curriculum was based on the world. Ninth grade, 14 years, 10 Dude. years of education, and then I get introduced to, hey, there's a whole other world outside of white people. Mine was, that, that needs to change. Mine, I think, honestly, was even longer, bro. I think I was in my senior year, uh, my last semester of college, before we had a actual world history Damn, class. you didn't have a class in high school? Nah, Like dog. modern world history? Or nah, nah. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, we may have talked about like you know World War One, World that, War Two, and, and that world history wasn't really Africa or India or Asia. It was all Europe. No, no, in my world history, my mine. Oh my yeah, yeah, head. yeah, like, yeah. That's and I'm just, that's more to my point. Yeah, no, you learn about like World War One, World War Two, you know, and that's about it. 
the one I went to in college, yeah, we started talking about like the Sumerians, the Ottomans, you know, the the Egyptians of yesteryears. So yeah, I mean, it's just it's different for all of us, man. It's sad that we, you know, like we we need to educate ourselves. That's what it is, man. I think people need to be exposed to other cultures because then you'll learn to appreciate them. If you're gonna live in a box your whole life you're not going to be able to really see outside of that box. Yeah, and we need to be opening, uh, more willing to open ourselves up so that people can, you know, be exposed to our our cultures and shit like that. Yeah. They don't have to, like, people get very upset, like, people are emulating your culture or something else, like, but if you sit down and you actually try to teach them and, you know, learn, and they try to learn genuinely, you know, like you said. No problem with that. It would be but if they don't try to learn, if they're just trying to do it to be cool, then I have a problem with that. Yeah, I like agree. Like a lot of these yogi chicks I have problems <laughs> with. They're trying to be Indian and, and and adopt all these Indian principles solely because they like that lifestyle. But they're not really understanding that this whole this whole yoga thing is born out of the Hindu quote-unquote Bible. It's, a ch- it's like a whole section of, it's called the Gita. It's all based on yoga. Yeah. So they don't, I mean, you don't realize the deeper meanings to all these things, all these phrases, you're, the moves that you're memorizing, the meaning behind that. That bothers me. But at the same time, I take pride in it because I, people dig it. And people dig the culture, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same with rap and everything else, too, or anything that comes, you know, all forms of music come from black people in my eyes. So, like, when I hear people enjoying their music, whatever form it is, I'm like, yeah. You, you're welcome <laughs> and other uh, shit too like the the traffic like air conditioning fucking brooms and mops everything that you think you know you're peanut butter peanut butter oh my god yes peanut butter but like <laughs> a comb a brush all that shit man you know all these things have came from amazing black innovators and innovators and, yeah and inventors and it's just crazy to see that like they're still not getting their credit yeah yeah so what sort of stuff has been happening out in the burbs (laughs) yo it's actually kind of funny because i like you said i live out in the burbs and you know shit's been going on they have some protests somebody like they hit a target up at in in our neighborhood too um but not walmart why target i don't know i feel like walmart are bigger but they're not More better. Shit. They're not better. Mm. Target has always been known as like the bougier Yo, Walmart. Cap and Crunch and Walmart is a like Cap and Crunch and Target. But Target's the bougier Walmart, man. There's nicer shit. I get, shit I get wa- the whole Target. Target thing. Yeah, that's what I'm it. saying. So like you know, like it's it's considered a better spot. So Walmart's been lucky. Walmart's been like living. Yeah, they they've been yo the fuck especially after COVID they've been raking in money hell yeah i i don't know dog i well i mean like in the suburbs it's just been kind of quiet er there has been some gunshots i've heard some shit like that i've heard some protesting you know uh yeah but it's you know like a lot of the the small businesses are boarding up their 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 walls or their their uh that's funny who's gonna protest outside <laughs> all the way in fucking germantown Oh shit! There's so many. Oh man, there's black people everywhere. Germantown, definitely. So like, it makes sense. It's just like the question really is like, 
why the fuck do you think you were going to get hit compared to like somebody else you know well dude in philly this fucking islamic oils shop got the shit looted out of them oh islamic oils is a store's name why the fuck are they getting looted (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like what what is there what is there in in that store that you need to loot for that's true man it's just oils that's true like right? i've also seen a lot of people have been putting up black lives matter on their boards yeah or, just to be like safe yeah yeah like, don't fuck with us we support the movement we boarded our shit but please please don't hit us you yeah. know yeah um i've also been I saw when i was driving back i saw uh, there was a cpa office with their shit boarded up that said blm it was like william harding or some white fucking name uh-huh i was like that's definitely a front a hundred percent is a front oh my god yeah no i i you know what i haven't seen boarded up and it was actually funny one of my friends uh another black guy uh he was like oh shit they didn't like there was like he took a picture and like two buildings were boarded up, and in between the two buildings was a Popeyes, saying "Open for business." Hey, Popeyes, <laughs> yo, fast food—they're—they're they're not front at all. They're, Popeyes, they're cool. Popeyes knew, like, yo, we'll hand you some chicken. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. this. We're gonna feed the protests. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Philly's been wild, man. It's um, well, one as you saw, all the streets are shut down. Yeah. During protests and riots. It's hard as shit to get down here. It's very hard. When I was helping, I told you about this. It took me like two hours to get back. Yeah. It's normally maybe a 20-minute drive from your spot to mine. It took me two hours. Hell yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But it's Um, good, too. I mean, it means people are protesting and they're, you know, they're shutting down the city and everything else. But damn. I mean, the whole eight, it's been eight days that we've been on curfew that like you know they've been fluctuating back and forth you know Mm -hmm. it's and it's funny because you know like i don't think people gave a fuck about the curfew man like people were just driving around doing whatever fuck they wanted to do no the curfew is just yeah the curfew is just to keep people that are on the fence of hey should i go out should i not yeah should i keep my ass in the house yeah but they also employed like in philly if you live in Philly, you've heard these explosions take place, especially maybe like a week ago at the peak of the protests or the peak of the rioting when they were lighting cars on fire, looting like Walnut Street, all the Apple stores or the one Apple store, the vans, all the stores there. They brought the National Guard in and after that, they started playing these explosions. And all that is is a scare tactic to scare people from stepping foot outside their homes damn that's fucking yeah. crazy i mean i know they have in the past actually bombed people so yeah they i mean they use this in vietnam as a scare tactic but point is that yeah they like philly during these riots was essentially a war zone it felt like especially around the city hall area where i'm sure a lot of you have seen that video of batman walk around city hall you can see all the smoke in the air, all the fire, all the cars on fire. It really felt like that scene in Batman in the Dark Knight where yeah. the Joker has got them by the balls and is just destroying the city. It felt like that. Um, like right outside here, you could see massive amounts of people. I think probably the most in the country. There was a peaceful protest just like occupying the, the parkway here. 
So. No, I mean that's good, and it's yeah the the peaceful shits. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good to see you out there. I mean, I just I'm happy that it's like this, man. I'm I'm hoping that there's change from from it and everything. I I think you know if they got to shut down a city that you know has 1.5 million people in it, then they got to shut it down and. Uh, I think uh, maybe because so many cities have been going through these protests for the last eight days or, you know, maybe somebody will actually listen. Not the president. No, there's definitely people listening, though, because the economic uh, reparations are going to be insane because you have COVID compounded with the rioting. Now, a lot of the shops that would be open now for food deliveries are closed because of curfew. They're yeah. closed because their windows are Broken no longer into. no longer there. Yeah, their stock's gone. Yeah. Like they don't have inventory anymore. So there's a lot of a lot of people that are affected because of these riots. Hopefully for the better. Yeah, yeah, I, and I also do feel bad for some of the small mom and pop stores that got yo Islamic oils, man. <laughs> <laughs> My heart's really for them. <laughs> Who just got hit and they didn't do shit. They, you know, we don't know if they were racist or not. You know, it's just they were a shop that got looted, and because of that, and because of COVID, they they were probably already in the negative, and now they may have to absolutely shut down. Yeah, this year, man, has been shaping up to be just Absolute a juggernaut, shit. a juggernaut of a year for people, <laughs> like just wiping out businesses people lifestyles i'm worried that like because it's been so much crap man that it's just gonna uh make it at even at the end it's gonna be even worse like you know trump gets fucking elected again or something i i thought he i thought before all this shit he would because he seemed to get away with all his racist garbage and antics but i think before before all the George Floyd stuff, his failure to represent, his failure to be a leader in a time of crisis for this country is a definition of, you know, someone is, a, he's, that's the ultimate failure right there. Yeah. No, you but failed at your job. If that was any one of us, you'd get fired. Definitely. The, the thing I want to know is though, like, the people who are protesting, the people that are angry, the people, you know, and I'm in that sec- sec- that group too, but, like, the people who have been, you know, putting themselves out on the street, I'm not that. I apologize, you know. But are you going to also go out there and vote? Are you going to make that change in the office? Are you going to, you know, stop the, the whole bullshit that's been going in? Are you going to force them to have the narrative that you want? Are you going to make sure... That your voice is heard at the town well, I don't house get, meetings dude, and everything else. Why the fuck do I need to go into a polling zone or polling spot to vote? If I can order Domino's pizza on my iPhone, why the fuck can't I just pull up an app and vote for who the fuck I want to vote for? People said the same thing last, like six to, in 2016. Like, if we could do America's Idol. And I, know. They could, I know why it's happening. And they can get all the votes as as fast as they want in American Idol or American Idol. Then why can't we? Exactly. Yeah. If I can fucking 
dial in or text the number to vote for someone on fucking American Idol. I should be able to do the same for a political leader. Hell yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. It's fucking garbage, dude. I don't I think it and I think that's bureaucracy doing its finest right there. Is there's people in the political system that don't want to make voting more accessible because I think I think people that are more likely to vote tend to be more conservative and by opening up the ability to vote you're going to introduce more liberals people that are more easygoing on their social stances and because of that the republicans might be scared and lose well, that, office that's a problem too like if you want change you got to make change happen man like the pro the protest is showing that like if you want something to be done it has to be done through you you can't you can't just prey on it you can't just it's hope. hard it's really hard to notice change man like you protest you vote how is your life really okay before the george floyd thing right how is your life or even if you think about growing up from president to president how has it impacted your life really like yeah you have a different party and op in power but to you like not much feels different I would say from Obama to Trump, I would say more racism has came out to the limelight after Trump. And I yeah. think it's... There's a psychological phenomenon. Yeah, I think I think people felt like they got their backing. They had somebody who was going to have their back and allow them to do whatever the fuck they wanted to do or say. So they've with been, Trump? Yeah, with Trump. So nah. they've been coming out of the woodworks just, you know... That's part of it. This is exactly why post obama was more racist is because i forget the exact psychological phenomenon but a lot of the racist people when obama came in office right they had their hands behind their back they couldn't do anything they had to deal with it so yeah now they're what, coming out the woodworks yep, pissed so they're, off they were like all right we're gonna give him a shot Yep. we'll see what he what he does Yep. Anything he fucked up on, they would latch on to. They were on and it. rail his ass for it. They were on it. The smallest thing, wearing a white suit to a press briefing, light brown, up his ass, whatever, off color suit, up his ass. No, I know, man. And, Michelle and Obama buying a seven thousand dollar dress, going to an event, up her ass. Yeah. Melania Trump wearing all sorts of designer Trump, receiving a praise. Exactly. Around the board. Oh, doesn't she look lovely? Oh my god. She spent twenty thousand dollars on this fucking hat. Isn't that beautiful? Blah, she blah, just blah. went. She just went to a hurricane um, um, relief place with you know Gucci shoes on. She looks amazing. Yeah. With Obama's received all sorts of unnecessary hate criticism because. People were trying to get the racist people gave them a chance, but as soon as they slipped up one, one little thing, they latched on and just ran. I don't even think they were trying to give him a chance. I think they were just like waiting. And then, and then he lost office, or not lost office. He he ran both of his terms out. Yeah, he and left. Now, now they came out of the woodwork, as you said, full force. Hell yeah, hard as shit. Just ready to go. Never again. No, no more black presidents. No we, female presidents. Nothing. Yeah, no, man. I agree with you. It's a this lot is, of no, this shit. is predicted, dude. I, I, I remember reading about this while Obama had just won his first term, being like, "Holy shit, this is definitely gonna happen." Yeah, and it did because it yeah. made total sense. No, it definitely did. 
And it's sad. And it's showing. I just, I just didn't know it would be it's a fucking... So strong. Yeah, I didn't know it would be so extreme. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. We... It's just we don't know what the fuck this... I don't know, man. I, I don't even have words for it, to be honest with you. I'm trying, but I'm just... I, I don't know. You sneezing too much. I'm trying, <laughs> boy. I'm holding it back, man. Like a motherfucker, too. But even not even that, man. I'm... Shit just pissed me off, man. I'm tired of having to deal with this shit. I don't, I don't know, man. You know, I know what? My kids are gonna have to too. I was just gonna ask that. Is what do you think's in store for generations to come? Granted, yes, there's gonna be racial issues, but we also have other issues to watch out for. We got a big climate issue. That's that's now irreversible. I think we've gone past the point of no return where we've done the damage we've done and all we can do now is save some face i honestly don't know man i know i'm gonna have to teach my kids the same shit my mom taught me i know that like i'm hoping that none of this actually happens to them i know when i grew up like my mom gave me that whole speech you know she taught me how to talk to a police officer well how to be respectful and everything else but since i've gotten a license and uh, you know uh, the keys to a car i've been pulled over like 20 times and in those 20 times none of them maybe two times i actually was speeding you know i've been followed by the police a few times i've been followed so far that i was like dude i have a great story about fault getting followed by the police yeah but i was i was like damn son or like he actually followed me all the way home like we mm. he pulled me over when i was part i was pulling into my house like that's mm. how crazy it was yeah and he was like were you drunk i was like no nah, fuck no nah. I'm, I'm wide awake i'm good he, he was like you slowed down i slowed down to turn into my driveway Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, point to him and be like, look, man, if you look at my driveway, there's a slope. You're going to hit and scrape the shit out of the bottom of your car. Like I'm driving a fucking boat car. Yeah, yeah. It's a Buick. Look how long this shit is. Yeah, like, give me a fucking break, bro. But, you know, like, it's just crazy that that shit happens all the time, man. Yeah, my my mine was way more innocuous. I was driving uh, to get some lunch at a new job. You should never do that and what not during the day no, i'm just joking go ahead go ahead uh, i didn't get the joke <laughs> but anyways uh, i was driving to lunch uh-huh. and i think it was like a 30 i was probably i think i was doing like 50 in my camera and there was a cutaway another uh, offshoot of a street where the cop was just camping there i zoom past him i see him I'm like ah oh, fuck I'm definitely going to get a ticket. So I'm the whole way down. I'm staring in my rear view, rear view mirror just waiting for him to come out. I see him come out, zoom out. And by this point, I think I have like probably 100, maybe two, 300 feet on him. I see a gas station. I pull into that gas station mad fast, get out of the car, go into the gas station, pretend to buy something, peering out the window. And the cops are just like circling the, the gas station just waiting for me to come out. Oh, damn. So you get me. And I was like, nope not coming out not coming out and then he just gave up and left and i was so happy so happy because it's it's part of the law you know how can you not feel happy after that yeah yeah i mean damn man that's crazy i <sighs> and it wasn't unreasonable for the speed on that road it was meant for speeding it's such a it's a it was a trap 
Yeah, yeah. It was like a straightaway. There's no cars. It's like a farm, farming area. Yeah. You're not really near any intersections. There's yeah. one gas station there. Thank God that gas station was Saved my life. Shit. Wait, save my wallet at the time. Save my wallet. <laughs> no, it didn't because you still had to buy something. Mm. I bought a Gatorade. <laughs> $3 Gatorade. Uh, okay. And I was chugging that shit, making sure that this cop would come in. Yeah, damn, son. Luck the fuck out, man. Did. Yeah. I've actually had a cop follow me from the gas station. Like, I was pumping gas, and he he was sitting in the gas station, and I was just like, what the fuck? All right, whatever. I'm, I'm going to just pump my gas. Got in my car, was chilling, got out into the street, and then all of a sudden, I just saw him slowly creeping up out after me. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, and he followed me from there, like, maybe around five different blocks, you know, and then finally turned on this light and was like, you just seemed suspicious at the gas station. I was like, damn, man, that was like eight blocks ago. Like, what the fuck? How can I look suspicious pumping gas? No, how can I look suspicious at the gas station when I left the gas station damn near 15 minutes ago? Yeah, yeah. I'm in my car driving now. I ain't at no gas station now. How am I looking suspicious at a gas station? I know. I was like, no, it was cold. I was looking around. I saw you staring at me like there's nothing else I could do. But he showing up, tried to pull my, he pulled my ass over yeah. and had words. But I mean, luckily. Anytime you talk to a cop, it's a chess game. Oh, You got to make sure man. you say the right words. Hell yeah. You I'm can. telling you, man. My mom taught me flat out, like, put put both hands on the steering wheel, you know, repeat every pull action. Out, pull out your report card. Yeah. Yeah. Every <laughs> action you're about to do is just st- state it. I am rolling down my window. I am going for my wallet. I am on the distinguished honor roll. Yeah, yeah. Sir, I, that means A pluses every subject. Every single thing had plus, to be. Plus, A plus. This is not an A, sir. Every single thing had to be, you know, yeah. spoke of, man. I remember the first time I got pulled over, man. I was with my boy. My little sister was in the car. We were going. We just came back from a movie. We were wearing those big ass dope boys, the little plush jackets and shit, because it's winter time up in Cleveland. Mm. And like, uh, dude pulled us over, and we didn't have our seatbelts on, so we were stupid for that shit, man. And we rushed to put our seatbelt on, and the cop was like, "I saw movement. What was y'all doing? Like, did you have a dime bag? Did you, you know, were you smoking weed? Are you trying to get rid of shit? Like, do you have it?" And I'm like, "No, sir. We have no weed. I'm 16." You know what I mean? I was just a little ass kid, and like I'm, j- I'm just having a little spasm here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You start, you start doing it when he's walking up to you. I was like, no, I'm sorry. I was just nervous. Blah blah blah. And he was like, well, we're gonna get. And he brought in three other cop cars. Nah, it's ridiculous. A cop, like one of those canines, who sm- uh, went around the whole car, everything else. Dude, I saw this video of this canine biting down on this guy's arm. You see that? Yeah, probably. It's There's like circu- circulating. Like no, it's just one. It's a German Shepherd. This guy's down being arrested, and this German Shepherd's brought in, and it just clamps down his oh, arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a video and, like that two years ago. And the police officers try to separate him, but they can't. And this guy is just essentially severing every single vein, artery, tendon. nerve, tendon, tendon in yeah. his right arm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that shit... <sighs> 
can you just I, I was just like why don't you just shoot the fucking dog like get another dog it'll do the same thing no man see now there's gonna be like 14 animal activists against us animals are not the same thing as humans let's get that straight no I know that I know that I fucking agree with animal you animal activists I'm sh- I think most animal activists agree with that too no yeah no if there's an animal harming no, a human I have, I have literally watched those aren't animal activists though I've literally watched white women those be like animal enthusiasts I've watched white women be like no they should never have peed up like literally they will go into Harame. large yeah those people yeah large no. tears about it we're like, at the top of the food chain I'm killing a dog yeah like, we're at the top of the food chain anything that fucks with that territory you're gonna get slept the fact that Mike Vick is venomized way more than like like any other human being yeah he fucked up yeah he did dog shit yeah i mean dog he learned all that everything. shit from white people yeah yeah in that 30 30 for 30 watch that shit yeah yeah they but talk about it still he was like they were like he's a horrible person she, he should be dead right now they're not saying that same shit about the dude that kneeled on somebody's neck for fucking eight minutes exactly exactly and the same people are saying that shit about that dog with amy cooper or whatever the fuck her name was that stupid ass bitch who was trying to use her white privilege to get that bird watcher arrested yeah yeah like how yeah. harmless do you have to be to be a bird watcher i didn't even know there were black bird watchers i didn't either dude that was the first <laughs> time i was introduced to that phenomenon i was like what i was the like oh fuck? shit okay that's a thing that's a thing black people like the bird watch All right. i didn't know that he's the first he's uh, yeah. the first like he he is and, the epitome of a nice black guy and they people this these people you speak of you're speaking of these animal enthusiasts saw the video and their mind went right to the dog Yes, the dog was being choked the fuck out. Yeah. But there was also a guy that was about to lose his livelihood for doing absolutely fucking nothing. Exactly. And you're going to be like, take the dog away. Fuck the dude. Yeah. Come on now. That's how crazy this world is. Dogs are not on the same level as humans. But that's the thing, man. That's the thing. People are looking at dogs higher than they are at black people. That's so fucked, man. It's, It's crazy that I come from this part of the world where we treat dogs as scum as the scum of the earth and this part of the world treats them higher holds them holds them in higher regard than humans yeah bro that's crazy that's i mean that's the first thing we got to figure out why are people looking at and i know there's going to be somebody like i don't look at dogs higher than humans but you damn near cried about that dog being on that leash and getting choked out i i I like dogs i like dogs i do too. to a certain degree i don't i don't i don't hold them to the same degree as people no they they that just that's not a thought that ever crosses in my mind for several reasons dogs don't have the ability to talk to me they don't have the ability to share emotion and emotions with me the way i do they might be able to whimper and and show like emotions but they can't express them the way i do they don't have that level of intellect they don't have that the whole prefrontal cortex thing that separates us from all of, all the species they don't have that and for that reason we are better than them if you can't understand that, there's something wrong with you. Like, you can't... I don't know how you hold... I get dogs are comforting. I get that. And I get there's, and all that there's a primal thing to having a dog protect you. I completely understand that. And that if I were to get a dog ever, I would get a dog that can serve that purpose because that's what that was built on, that companionship. Yeah, but they're not they're better not. than humans. That whole companionship has been adulterated by interbreeding and creating these fucked up dogs that don't really 
like chihuahuas and pugs that can't fucking breathe and walk. Yeah. It's been that companionship aspect's been really fucking abused by humans. And now you just want a fucking stuffed animal that just comforts you. Whereas back in the day, you had a dog that you respected because it protected you. Yeah. And you he, and he respected you because you fed him. Yes. Now it's it's really I think a lot of uh, these people with these smallest dogs it's a one sided relationship. That's why those that's why those fucking poodles are so fucking bitchy. I just saw a Chihuahua. I was waiting. Oh I my start god! You brought it back before, to the poodle. Be, be, before <laughs> I came to uh, on my way to help you move, I stopped at a Starbucks, and outside the Starbucks, it was right here. There were like three dogs: a Labrador, right? The other one was some sort of mutt, kind of looked like Leo. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. That dog passed. I, I know. R.I.P. And then, yeah. then this little fucking piece of shit chihuahua comes up and starts growling and barking at, at, at anything in sight. Yeah, yeah. And it's these dogs are just like peaceful, playful dogs. They're cool. But then this little piece of shit comes in <laughs> and fucks up the everything. Well, no, think the about the, think about that as like cops, man. I'm sorry, bro. Bring it back. But like <laughs> <laughs> these little ass pieces of shit come out of nowhere. They feel unjustifully small compared to everybody else. Yeah. And to show that they got some kind of power. You know, they start growling, scruffy, showing their yeah. teeth and everything else. Yeah. And luckily, they haven't had anybody bark back, but now we're barking back. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what's going on, man. Yeah. You know, and it's sad because for the last 30, 40, 50, 60, 60, 70 years, man, we've been telling people that the police are fucking horrible. Yeah, it's crazy that it's taking, I think, but I think this is really the turning point. I think people are really starting to realize what sort of abuse has been committed by the police? I think before this, a lot of people heard of it, might have seen it, but never really and brushed it under it. The, brushed it under the carpet. Exactly. But now, it's very, very hard to brush it under the rug. Yeah. It is there in your face. Can't brush it under the rug no nope. more. It's like a, it's like a sticky fucking turd on your floor. Yeah. That does not move but keeps on steaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I I just I hope shit changes, man. Oh, for sure will. For I sure hope will. So. Yeah. You think it felt you'd feel more congested, right? Being being outside, all the pollen in the air. Yeah, yeah, I thought so, but I mean it just doesn't happen that way, man. When you're outside in the air and there's no plants to actually reach your nose, they're not spreading their, mm, their pollen on you. Pretty high up. Yeah. So yeah. like you know, I can breathe and shit. Where in my penthouse balcony. Oh, okay. Put that out there. <laughs> yeah, no man. I mean nah. Yeah, I feel good. Feel good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Venmo me like fifty bucks for that experience. I know, right? That should be that. That should be it. Fuck Claritin. Just go outside. <laughs> I'll cure your allergies. Just come, come through. I'll take you out. You will not sneeze for the rest of the day. Yeah. Shit. Hell yeah. Or at least until mm. you get to a plant. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Twenty twenty has been a bitch. 2020 has been a bitch. It's going to get better. At the end of the year, hopefully, we'll be celebrating that, you know, there's some change. Hopefully, by the end of the year, people can, like, congregate in groups safely. Yeah, Christmas would be crazy if we can't con- yeah, congregate in That would be an odd holiday. Yeah, people will lose their shit. Oh, white people will be fucking 
Bonkers. Yeah, what do you mean? I can't go. <laughs> Bonkers. These white people are going to be tripping. I've been planning the shop for 45 fucking days. That's when white people start rioting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, I don't think by Christmas time, I don't think we're going to have a vaccine. I think we might have one by like March next spring realistically is when we'll have one for this shit i think honestly there will be a lot of tests that has to come through and i think it will take probably until i got an email for testing from quest okay COVID testing yeah june july maybe that'll be the first stage of a vaccine and then probably by 2022 there'll be a good vaccine no no 2021 spring I'm that's what you're calling it, now, it yeah putting in there's gonna be a good vaccine by then all right that's enough time for the industry the pharmaceutical industry to get their shit together and do all their tests yeah make sure it works yeah. prophylactically not therapeutically yeah they have already tested it on people so i guess yeah we've got a, right. we've got one right now we've got a one therapeutic agent in the works right now that uh-huh. works nothing prophylactic we need a prophylactic so we'll find out. We'll get this shit together. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys have a prophylactic cure, hit it up. We'll love to shout it shout you out on the podcast. <laughs> we'll sponsor get sponsored by you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw some cash our way, you know. You know how we do. Mm, mm, mm. It's all about the money. Yeah, we need to be like YouTube and like you know, hit hit the hit the, the subscription button. Yeah, down below. Li- like download our shit. Like uh, our shit. Follow us on LinkedIn. Yeah. Can you, can you follow us on Patreon? Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. Oh, that's what it is. Lo- if you want to see nudes of us, subscribe <laughs> to our Patreon. Not me. We Don't got worry. hella dick pics. Hella oh, dick pics. Oh my god, yeah. No. Hella dick pics. No, of no, no. all shapes and sizes. Yep, yep. All just your imagine imagination will run wild oh my god <laughs> it's it's only five dollars a month that's all that's all it'll cost you um i think that's it yeah that's all we can get we can offer yeah yeah that's how that's the only ways you can support us our calendar we forgot our calendar what about the calendar us with dogs <laughs> ah <laughs> if you'd like to buy our calendar where we we're making out with dogs <laughs> It's going to cost you a measly 20 bucks, and you can see 12 pictures of each of us trying to be in love with dogs. <laughs> trying our best. We Scott will be the trying. only one that looks really yeah, happy. Scott, Scott will be damn near fucking like <laughs> committing bestiality. <laughs> my, my, my photo will be me and a dog socially distancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine will be, mine will be probably the dog shitting and me just giving it a disgusting face like, why don't? I didn't think I wanted to don't own shit you around me. No, I don't. That's that's one. That's the only reason why I don't want to own a dog because it will shit, and then it'll come in your house and lay on your bed on your couch with an asshole that is outlined in its own shit because it does not wipe, it does not cleanse, it just shits. Get a dog bidet. First of all, <laughs> is that a thing? Hey, going back to bidets. Any bidet <laughs> companies listening? Come on. We love bidets. We will shout you out. Secondly, don't let that fuck air on your bed or your sofa. Dude, I'm sorry. I it, am one of those it, people. It, it's, it's not on my bed. It's not I on feel my sofa. Like I'm not doing shit. I see a lot of people treating this dog like it's a stuffed animal and just putting it anywhere and everywhere. Not mine. I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't. I would floor. That's where you. That's and you got your bed. That's that's it. Those are your spots. Yep. These are my spots. Yep. That's how I feel. That's how I. That's how I be, man. I'm just clean. I'm a clean person. Like I'm not trying to get dog shit on my couch. Yeah. Yeah. Particles of feces don't belong on my couch. Nope, not at all. Human or dog, just exactly. Yeah. No, I, I fucking I don't, agree. I don't. I'm not prejudiced against feces particles. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> So wrapping things up here, I think after we come out of all this, the world's going to be a different place. I fucking hope so, man. I mean, I, I was, like I said, I was talking to your doorman and he, he had this hope. And I think a lot of times as a black man, and he's a black man, but as a black man, you look at it and you go, uh, you know, we've been through all this shit before. We've seen all this shit before and nothing has changed. And that's the most disappointing part. So you kind of want to make sure that this time is different, you know? It's a very righteous time we're in right now. Yeah. And I think I think things are happening in the way that it should happen. That's what I'm, man. Cops I'm, are going away. These social media influencers that are using these backgrounds of violence and rioting for their own brand, they're getting fucking demolished. By yeah, people. yeah. They're getting canceled. Drew Brees is All, about to be Drew kicked Brees out of the fucking is about NFL. fucked up, dude. He is going to be crushed. He's not making it through this next season. Pre- he better He's going to have the worst case of CTE ever seen. Malcolm Jenkins is going to fuck him up for some reason. And he's not even playing anymore. I know, right? <laughs> he's somehow going to show up on the field and just <laughs> deck his ass. No, real shit, man. I mean, hopefully everything changes, man. It just, People are trying to recognize. Yeah. Yeah, people are going to start, you know, representing and and really being accountable for their fucking actions, man. Dude, like Fox News is just racist. Yeah. Clear cut. Old. Like, it's just racist. Old racism. And it was, it was perpetuated under the guise of conservatism. Yeah. And the Republican agenda. Yeah. But part of that agenda is racist it's a lot if you just watch their shows they all sound a little bit racist some like a shit ton racist yeah no dude you can't fight that shit man ignorance is racism they're Ign- born out of the same ignorance thing. is bliss you know what honestly i think i think i've noticed the fact that no like, no 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 it's not bliss in this case it's racism no no i know i know right? the I, fact I, that no, I agree. I agree with you. I was just, I just, for some, uh, no, I you fucking. just want to throw out that phrase. I did. I did. I can't. You called me out on it. You never know what you can do until you try. Yeah. Guys. No, no. So I, I've noticed a lot of people in certain areas, especially like these country or areas, you know, there, there's some of them who are super racist just because of what they saw on TV and other shit. And then you talk to other people who are just ignorant to the whole situation. They know nothing. Mm-hmm. They know they they don't understand what's going on. They've seen some things on TV and they think that's the right shit. And the the funny part is you talk to them and you could tell they're not prejudiced, but they just have like this thought process that just doesn't make fucking sense. So you have to like you feel like they're brainwashed, so you have to change their mind. And I yeah. think I think right now we're changing everybody's fucking mind. Yeah. You know? Which is the hardest thing to do. You can never... It's very hard to change someone's mind. Yeah, or Just opinion. by talking to them. Yeah. It's not something... But you need a movement to really actualize that change yeah i mean i'm i'm down i'm happy that you know i I don't mind that they fucking like the the city was shut down for so many days 
if it keep if it has to keep going, keep going so that you know this shit doesn't happen anymore. Make sure that you know people understand your opinion and what your voice your own opinion and make sure that like you know it's respected. But <sighs> also, just vote. Make sure you vote. Fuck yeah, that's the least thing. Fuck yeah, least you could do to make some change. Yo, there was like a good few thousand people out, out there this last eight days, nine days. Everyone better be registered to vote. Everybody should go and vote. Make changes to the government. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I think the government left and right fuck up all the time. But, you know, with people having, like, the opportunity to follow somebody who believes the same bullshit as they do. This is a time. Yeah. The government right now is vulnerable. They're listening. Yeah. They're probably, listening right now. Probably listening to this podcast. Yeah. And if we're, so, we're probably going to have them in jail. We're watching you, too. <laughs> We're going to be in jail probably as Thomas Harris. Man, fuck it. Come after me. Yeah, it was worth it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was worth it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting shit out of this. <laughs> I'm not trying to go to jail for this. Yeah, man. Well, fuck that shit. Nah, man. but uh, yeah. I think uh, more than more than vote, just make sure you go do something that you haven't done before. Go talk to people you never talked to. Yeah. Learn something from them. Talk to your, your that that makes you grow as a person. That makes you appreciate other cultures, other ways of life. Yeah, you live in the box that you live in. You're not gonna realize what you're you're missing out on a whole other a whole other world. People are living in. Yeah, it's not just the United States. It's not just black people. It's not just Mexicans. It's not just you know Puerto Ricans. There's so many different cultures. I mean, yeah, we can start off here in our own hometown. That's just the most relevant to us, black culture right now, because it's so predominant. But but we can, you're gonna have to encounter you're gonna Latinos, man. There's a lot of Latinos in America. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to come together as a whole team, a whole unit, and fucking change the world. So I mean, I know this this episode's been hella deep. We've been hitting the same topic the entire time. We've been yelling at everybody, but it was necessary. It was one of those times. If there's one takeaway. I would say from this whole thing, it's really just get outside your comfort zone and go talk to someone you haven't spoken, you wouldn't speak to before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the police, but no. Go, go talk yeah, to someone yeah, that's that not in your tribe. Learn from exactly. them. See what they're about, where they're coming from. Exactly. And that sort of thinking will bring people together. Mm-hmm. All right, on that note, until next week, guys. Amen. Black Peace. Lives Matter. Peace.